This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. yourself down strap yourself in as you're going to be listening to armitage on the paranoid squirrel rock show where over the course of the next hour you'll be exposed to music that you should hear on the radio but don't Coughing blood as he screamed 
for his mother And I fell by his side And that's how we died Clinging like kids to each other And I lay in the mud And the guts and the blood And I wept as his body grew colder And I called for my mother And she never came Though it wasn't my fault And I wasn't to blame The day not half over And ten thousand slain And now there's nobody Remembers our names And that's how it is For us
pre-owner. I don't really need to explain the significance of Motorhead 1916, Edwin Starr's War from his 1970 opus War and Peace, and Peacemaker, the new single from the Scorpions, as yesterday was Remembrance Day. You need to listen to War on noise-cancelling headphones to really appreciate the sublime guitaring from Dennis Coffey. If it was down to me, I'd have him higher up in the mix. Right, now, contrary to my statement on last week's show, Motorhead's current compilation album, Everything Louder Forever, the very best of, does, in fact, contain material post-Bronze era, but only if you purchase the Deluxe Edition, which always grates me, as those releases always come out just after you've bought the regular one, in good faith, and then suddenly you need to part with more money to keep the collection going. Talking of keeping the collection going, popped over to Raven Retail last Saturday to buy the Heartbreakers Like a Motherfucker Found 2 CD set. Now I have the original UK cassette, the definitive edition box set, the found vinyl, and now the found CD. I don't think there can be any more versions that have been tucked away, waiting to be rediscovered and released. Then again...
Whilst I was in Raven Retail, I spied the recently released album from The Dark, The Beginning and The Living End that features the band's last gig that was recorded at the 100 Club on the 29th of June 1982, just before Razzle left to join Hanoi Rocks, with two demos from 79 featuring the original lineup, Sans Razzle, as bonus material. Obviously, said CD was quickly purchased and almost as quickly listened to. The Dark were pretty much part of the uh, UK 82 punk scene, with Razzle only featuring on the live record, with Jim Kane drumming on the band's one and only studio album, Chemical Warfare. From the beginning and the living end, this is Soldier Dolls. <laughs> Oh, 
last week's show i mentioned that on this evening's episode i will be talking to edwina banger about her up and coming london gig and forthcoming new album diamond rocks to begin with it was just going to be a couple of minutes chat however Hello. Hello, Edwina. Now, I know we were just going to have a quick chat about your Samaritz gig next Saturday. That's the 20th of November. Future streaming, downloading and non-live rock radio UK listeners with us briefly touching on your new album, Diamond Rocks, that's out on all the usual streaming platforms on the 14th of December. But uh, luckily for me, I've had the album for the last week or so and I can't pass on the opportunity to ask a few questions about it as it is that Good. Oh, excellent. That's what we'd like to hear, don't we? I take it Diamond Rocks is a continuation from Diamonds on 10th Avenue that uh, came out earlier this year. Yeah, the continuing story of our, our court hero. With, with Diamonds being an actual person. She was, she's dead now. Based on uh, my friend, uh, she was at a trans escort. Unfortunately, she got cancer last Christmas and she was gone within three months. Blimey. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, he's a close friend, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, we used to go around. She used to go on tour around the, the UK and I'd go around with her. She'd book herself into a hotel and put herself on the local websites. And uh, for, uh, she's quite, well, she's quite enjoying it. And we'd go out partying, you know, for the night. quite good fun. With 10th Avenue, it was clear that you bathed in the glam era of the 70s. But with Diamond Rocks, you've really submerged yourself into that period with titles... You know, odes to uh, Johnny Thunders, David Bowie, Mark Boland. What draws you to this musical period of time? Well, this is one that had the biggest effect with me, is uh, what really got me into music. But I started playing guitar around the glam rock era, and so I was actually drawn to it because of the guitar riffs. And the first one I learnt was a Twenty Century Boy. And I thought it was just really big, complicated riff, and you find out it's well, actually that's quite easy. That's amazing. So it opened the doorway to songwriting for me. As you've mentioned, Mark Bowden, it seems apt to play Boogie in the Well of Love. That is your tribute to him. Boogie in the Well of Love Well, I'm 
Roland, former Eater and Slaughter Bites back drummer, plays on a couple of the tracks on Diamond Rocks, with you handling everything else. When it comes to the San Moritz gig, Saturday, have you a full band to draw upon? No, I've been using, because uh, I do a, a glam show around the uh, social clubs with the backing track, which goes down in a, a storm, so I've been using a lot of the, the backing track, so it's, uh, it's me, myself and I. <laughs> so it's just me playing the drums and the the bass and guitars, and I will play some keyboards and guitars live. It's a time scale of getting a band, getting a band together. I will get a band together next year. That's the plan. Yeah, because I'm, I'm doing it as like a cabaret-style night. Yeah. It'd be different, you see. You know, obviously a band that you see bands and we go to festivals. It's nice to see something different. Because I've seen bands at punk festivals are using the electronic, and it's that breath of fresh air, really. Think, well, that's all right. I know some people have a stigma against it, don't they? They're doing electronic stuff, but you know, it's all music, isn't it? But it'll be the backing tracks just from the, the album, so it will be what's been on the album, what I've played on there. So the guy at the studio has been say, he's been taking the vocals off and telling me with just the backing tracks. And I'll tell him which ones I'm going to replace with guitar and keyboard. Obviously, from what you've just told us, you'll be playing material from Diamond Rocks and I imagine 10th Avenue. But can we expect anything else? Yeah, well, I've got a nosebleed sound in as well. 
Although I will be joining the, the Continental Lovers for, for a couple of songs. I've not heard from them. They're supposed to do uh, White Light or um, Johnny Thunder's uh, Mystery Girls. So I'll be, I'll be going on before then, and they're going to come up and come on to finish the night. So I'll join in for a couple of songs. And it's just that Builders is kind of the variety night as well, isn't it? The, the healthy junkies are going on with acoustic set uh, to begin with, and I'll come on with my cabaret set, and then we'll have the, the Continental Lovers with the Glam Welcome and join us for a couple of songs. So, yeah, but, they should be an entertaining evening. I'm looking forward to the collaboration with uh, the Continental Lovers. You mentioned the possibility of one of the songs being by Johnny Thunders. You've got a song on the new album called Give It Up for Johnny that sounds remarkably like this. <laughs> Physical copies of the CD Diamond Rocks available at the San Moritz gig on Saturday. Yeah, yes, I think some there will be some sort of a pre-sale there yeah, to be able to pick up a copy. On that note, I thank you for your time, Edwina, and look forward to seeing you at the San Moritz on the twentieth. That sounds like it's going to be a cracking gig. 
to see you soon. I will. Yeah, I'll be definitely there. Brilliant. Look forward to that. Okay, then. Look after yourself and I'll... See All right. Cheers. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. So to be clear, Diamond Rocks will be available to stream on the 14th of December with physical copies available to buy at the San Moritz gig next Saturday. Right, the Dead Men Walking, that'll be Kurt Brandon, Jake Burns, Dave Ruffy and Segs Jennings have just released a new album called Freedom. It ain't on the rise with two remaining gigs to promote it left tomorrow down in Fleetwood and on Sunday at the 229 Club in London. Freedom features 13 tracks, four of which Kirk and Seggs wrote specifically for the album with the remaining nine covers from their respective bands. To be honest, uh, if I didn't know any better, which fortunately I do, you might at first listen think that Kill the Pain, that is included here, had been lifted from the Ruts DC electroacoustic album. However, this version is much fuller, whilst maintaining the electroacoustic feel. I have, however decided to play one of the original tracks in the shape and form of Dorothy that just so happened to be my maternal grandmother's name who would have just reached the grand old age of 122 if she was still alive.
Right, as we are well over halfway through this week's show, I better unleash today's Grammar Free in the UK that features Joseph Porter from The Mob. Grammar Free in the UK. The Lockdown Letters. Bonkers Correspondence. To and from UK. Punk artists during 2020. Dear the mob, if I am to understand what's going on correctly, my mafia monikered friends, you appear to be stoically lounging about on your laurels rather than frantically fleeing an agonising certain demise comparable to exposure to the very gates of hell. Indeed, your current sorcerer on standby demeanour is most baffling. It is tantamount to Pablo Escobar twiddling his thumbs in 1993 agitatedly checking his watch and wondering where in the blazes the DEA have got to. Furthermore, one questions how much of a sanctuary your abode really is. Your existence is publicised via a commercially available release on, of all things, all the Mad Men records, most certainly cementing your status as non-conformist Wiccans. Ergo, to be sitting around in what you construe to be a nice, safe home, waiting for, rather than definitely not hanging about for, the witch hunt, must be brazenly causing another day, another death. If, on the other hand, you are part of the Cosa Nostra, I urge you to let the tribe increase and overpower your imminent aggressors until they have all been slayed. I wish you good luck. Yours, D. Philpot. How far off those halcyon days seem, yet how thoroughly misunderstood our intentions remain now as ever back in the day. You see, as we perceived it then, we really were living at the gates of hell. After our graduation from the Jesuit seminary at Downside in Somerset, we were sent to East London on a mission to try and bring the gospel to those disaffected youths pledging allegiance to the Antichrist proselytizers known as Crass. Our admonitor was a shadowy figure we knew only as Father Raymond, who had posed for some time as a sympathiser and confidant of these punks distributing cake and cheap cider from the boot of his car in the name of Christ, while trying to insinuate the gospel into their daily lives. It wasn't working, though, as these children were hopelessly abandoned or never quite at home, in his own words. At our secret conclaves in Holborn House, we devised a strategy that called for three of us to pose as a punk band, the better to preach to those lost children in their own words, but sadly the cider amphetamines and glue precluded their enlightenment and we found ourselves swept up in a strange and sordid world of vice and iniquity against which we struggled sometimes in vain to maintain our own integrity and faith. Thus, Gates of Hell is a cry from our own hearts. We were quite literally living on the brink of the inferno, daily surrounded by vice and lechery, sodomy, substance abuse and all the other fruits of idleness. Sadly we succumbed, 
slowly, but not before these cries from the heart had been committed to vinyl recordings as a testament to our hopeless misery at being daily forced to lie in bed until mid-afternoon with painted sirens, only to be awoken by tattooed goblins bearing foul chalices of narcotic smoke that sent us back into those sulphurous stupors that led us further from the path of Christ and deeper into the dens of wickedness. I was stronger than my brothers. Desperately trying to maintain faith with myself and my mission, I plunged deeper into these murky waters, determined to penetrate to the very core of the evil and to confront that darkest of masters face to face. Thus, I caroused and disported, I painted my face and shared knowledge of both men and women. I rarely arose before nightfall, and I fell asleep in my own filth as the sun was rising, but always in the knowledge that my faith would provide and that one day I would achieve that pinnacle of vice that would enable me to confront the dark overlord and pull him from his throne. This then was my witch hunt. Through the rutting bodies and the naked sinners, I ploughed my own furrow in the name of Christ as I sought to run my enemy to earth and destroy him with the knowledge I had gained of his own twisted preachings. This then was my nice safe home. But the irony was lost on those I walked among, and though to this day I continue my mission among the depraved and the fallen, smoking, copulating and sharing their worldliness, I have yet to face that ultimate darkness. Though the path be perilous and the only way is down, I continue my work. Your servant and the Lord's, Joseph Porter. Grammar Free in the UK by D&D Philpott. It's available from www.coshboy.com forward stroke shop forward stroke 119 forward stroke. Or from your favourite independent book or record shop. You're listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. Who's been piss pronouncing worms since July 2007.
with LA Guns and yet another song lifted from their up-and-coming new album, Checkered Past. I remember back in the day, an actual physical single would precede the artist in question's album release by a month. And then uh, once said album was out, another 7-inch would be released with a previously unheard B-side about four weeks later. I guess the way in which music is now presented to us, as in streaming platforms, changed all that. Before LA Guns at Creona, it was Hardcore Superstar and Weep When You Die from their as yet unnamed new album that's due out, I believe, in the spring of next year. Here's the Damned and Generals. Stretched out, revenge is not so sweet One's proud, one's so devout They're tired and they are weak They came from east to west Counting up the cost It starts to arrive They know that all is lost And only the wounded remain The generals have all Right, 
That's your lot for another week. And taking us to the midnight hour, or 10am if you're listening to the Sunday morning repeat, are The Beatles and Revolution. I always preferred the faster, rockier version that appeared as the B-side to Hey Jude, as opposed to the slower, bluesy arrangement of Revolution 1 that was on the White Album. However, the version I have chosen to air is the audio of the film that was directed by Michael Lindsay Hogg that was recorded on the 4th of September 1968 at Twickenham Film Studios. Until next week, take it easy.
This episode of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show was produced by Bart and Stacey, engineered by Fenny Bridges, and was hosted by Armitage Schmidt, and was a Wopsies Lodge production. Mm-hmm.